Exit. 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 Hello. My 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 name is Matt and I'm recording a podcast with Freeman. My name is Freeman and I'm recording a podcast. Matt's also here. I've it's done, been a day. I've done manual labor all day. I'm exhausted. <laughs> that's crazy. I've been napping all day and I'm exhausted. Frick you, man. Actually, that's crazy how that works, isn't it? That like Yeah. You you can Your body gets used to being at rest. Is this is this why you you made the you you messaged me about the EP EP? No, I was just thinking about it. Okay. That just made me laugh. That's a, See, that's the a... thing is, I have a handful of things that I think are funny, but they don't go anywhere, and they're not, like, expansive, so they're just it. Just little little ideas, quips. Yeah. Uh, for context here, Freeman uh, proposed the idea of... Uh, a collection of songs that are meant to relax slash vibe to uh, perhaps some lo-fi hip-hop. Uh, but you would call it the the EP EP. The EP EP. Make sure to get the enunciation correct. You can enunciate all you want. It won't make it real. Won't well, me convert to Catholicism. <laughs> I uh enunciate. I I am very sore. Like my whole body. You know, it really didn't help that, like I've been I've just been moving more stuff into my new home. I've been uh, like I moved a bunch of cabinets and drawers, and I was uh, drilling holes and screwing stuff in and being twisting. a genuine manual labor boy. I know as you proper are. worker. Um. But the thing is, it it only sucked so much because I went bouldering for the first time in, like, six months. Uh, Now, I'm not a genius, but that sounds kind of like a dumb thing to do. Well, I wasn't really thinking about it. I thought, ah, what the hell? I'm just going fun rock climbing with friends. No. Let's work with my hands and then work with my hands. Listen, listen, man. I honestly wasn't anticipating doing this much manual labor this weekend, but that's fair. I never, I never prep myself well enough mentally for these things. I everything I do is on like a twelve-hour notice basis to myself. That makes a lot of sense for every interaction I've ever had with you. <laughs> I have, I have no foresight. I do. Yeah. I, I am like a, I'm like a wounded animal. I only I, I work better I know only what is directly ahead of me. I work better without any foresight as well, specifically because I'll worry about it too much. So if I if someone can blindside me with something, then I'm more likely to do it cuz I won't worry about it. I'll just be like, "Ah, shit. All right. In." Yeah. I, no no second thoughts, only survival instincts. Welcome back to Exitainers. Um today we are going to talk about the f- the plight of the video game industry. Are you sure about that? No, actually. Like I said, okay. no forethought. No foreskin. Yeah. Ooh, this is going to be... Started, this is 
lo-fi. If lo-fi is at sea level, then we're uh, under an amount amount of pressure. I always think it's crazy that water can do all that. You know, I was thinking about the other day. Actually, I saw a video. It was an interview with Vince Staples, a rapper that I'm fond of. Uh, and he said a few things in there. Uh, for one, the, the question was, if you could say anything to your former self, what would you say? And he responded, what's up? And uh, the other thing he said I think that's, was... <laughs> that's the best answer. Because nothing you say to your past self is going to stick. I guarantee it. <laughs> but the other thing... Might as well have was, a little bit of fun. I think they, they asked something silly, like, if... Uh, do you think that clouds are God vaping? And he said, no, that's stupid, because uh, you think that God looks like a man because you got egos and you want him to look like you. God probably like a body of water. And... The more I've thought about it, the more I've realized that God manifesting as water is probably the most sensible uh, thing because it is everywhere on this Yeah, planet. it also controls the moon. It's inside and us. Women. And around us in the air. <laughs> yeah. Women? What? <laughs> you know what I was, you know where I was going with that, right? Yeah, no, uh, cycles, whatever. Is that... Is that one of those things that's that's a miscommunication and I now I sound like an asshole or is that a real thing? I think you just always sound like an asshole even if you are communicating properly. That's fair. I, but there's something about tides and the moon and it's why we associate solar with masculine energy and lunar with feminine energy. That's like an old, old thing. Old, old. But old things are usually wrong. Yeah, look at Freud. So forget about all of them. Fuck that guy. Actually, Honestly, don't. He'll probably just, like it. This isn't a diss on Freud, but it's more of a raising up of his student, Young, because Young, I've said this before, but probably not in the podcast, uh, Sig- uh, Sigmund Freud and Carl Young were uh, guys who had thoughts about uh, everything. But Young was just like, a better version of Freud. And so whenever people are like, oh, like like going into Freudian anything, it's just like, look at Carl Jung instead. He said all the same stuff, but then he wasn't sexist about it. And I think that's pretty cool. You know what? The, I think the problem is, I think it's that Jung is actually um, intelligent. And as a result, some of the ways that he says some things is like, it, like it's, his material is denser. Um, yeah and so it puts people off right and so there's a reason that you know i'd say a very fair portion of the general population knows who is like at least familiar with who freud is if yeah freud got people's attention by talking about fucking his mom exactly that's how you make it in this world and it's like that wasn't even original oedipus already knew what was up with that right but that's the other thing is everybody have you read the actual story oedipus rex no actually do you know because that's the whole I've thing read, is that there's... Oh my god, you, you... Oh my god, that's fucking perfect. I the, wanted to bring this up. I wanted to bring I up... Can I finish my thought? You first? By all means, Captain. I was just going to say, the the concept... I I guess it's, it's more that, like, Freud is saying that it's a subconscious thought, and he's just bringing it to the front. But the whole point of the story of Oedipus Rex was that it was foretold that he would kill his mother... Kill his father... And sleep with his mother. And he was yeah. so upset by that that he ran away from home. 
Yes. To avoid those things. Yes. And then he ended up doing it anyway, saying that, like, fate is inevitable. Thanos. But. Thanos. Like, it's just so funny that people were like, ha, Oedipus wanted to fuck his mom. But the thing is, Oedipus wanted so badly not to fuck his mom that he went to another country. Yeah, and still I think his parents sent him to another country. But either way, it's like, it's so unbelievably the opposite that it's funny that that's what people associate with you fuck your mom one time and that's what you're known for well you know i (laughs) i i know i've showed you this before or maybe i haven't and i'm just crazy because i showed this to everybody um but whenever i think of oedipus i don't think of the the story i hardly even think of freud i think of this essay Oh, I do remember. No, I know you, you've sent this to me multiple times, and I think it upsets everybody because you think it's funnier than I do. I, I think it's funny, and it's just real upsetting because I wish I could appreciate it on a level that you do. I think there's just something really, really, really funny to me about high-effort shitposts. It's too, I think that's it, is it's too much for me. When a, when a shitpost becomes effort, then it's no longer a shitpost and I don't know what it is. And so it's it's like the, the uncanny valley where it's like someone put effort into this, but it's bad and it, it just makes me feel icky. It's, the- it's very, so to describe, there is a, a very popular um, image of a presumably real essay called planes trains and plantains the story of oedipus this font is smaller than the last (laughs) and it's a very popular image and it's a very poorly written essay written by someone who was maybe stoned and or drunk and thought just writing stream of conscious would be fun and then he did it and then he passed it in and then the professor uh graded it accordingly (laughs) If, if i may read the opening paragraph You may. A man can only justify his actions if he regards his demeanor with deductive thinking. This man was not Oedipus, mainly because he was a... I can't read this. This man was not Oedipus, mainly because he was a fucking douchebag. One must know who Oedipus was to understand the period in which it was written. This is my thesis statement. The Greeks contributed many things to our culture, such as olives, gyros, Lenny Kravitz, anal sex, and Oedipus. Oedipus will be remembered throughout time because he suffered from Lou Gehrig's disease, and that's why he couldn't play baseball in the first Olympic Games. He will always be remembered for his journeys and his love for the New York Yankees. (laughs) There's a picture of... Lou Gehrig, and it's completely <laughs> misattributed as being from 1821 in the Associated Press. Now, Matt, please tell me why Lou Gehrig is smiling. <laughs> the caption of this photo reads, Lou Gehrig is smiling because he got daily rim jobs from the girls at scores. These This resulted in a minus one from the teacher. This, I could go on. Like, I, I love this essay to death. It's it's very um, uh, 
kind. It's a very kind marking. Yeah. Any I, any normal human would uh, just throw this out wholesale. <laughs> I'm convinced this must be like a like this can only if this is real, and I I'm, I highly doubt it is because I think it's it's purely comedy. Um, it can't be. If it were real, I could only see this, only see this being a reality if it was an early high school paper and the teacher was just really cool. But that's a lot of uh, variables versus uh, it just, it's not real. Yeah, it's too, see, it's it's in that, I was mentioning, it's, we've talked about this before, it's in that, like, um the uncanny valley of something like Bo Burnham's Inside, where it's produced to be um, very personal and very intimate while also being extremely manufactured, and it constantly toes that line. And this has that similar feeling of like, okay, what else would be inappropriate and off-putting and like not expected in an essay? And for me, it, it turns into that like, there is so much like somebody plant like somebody somebody plotted this out somebody had like a spreadsheet and was making lists like, like what they are covered the things so that... many bases that it it becomes like overwhelming to you it's it's so many things this is like this is the um my equivalent to this of like funny images and i've shared this with matt uh, on multiple occasions the funniest thing in my opinion is the foods menu <laughs> spelled f-u-d-s the foods menu that. is a is a fake menu uh containing a bunch of um wait a minute oh my god i'm about to be the saddest man on planet earth is it the dead? foods menu is no longer open it is it is now host a uh, web hosting fuck oh, I'm oh that sure makes you me, can web that makes me it. so sad well yeah it's still available people can find images of it and like the the internet archive and stuff but like that makes me so sad it's no longer there because it was there like last year still yeah i guess but you. it's basically just a menu of silly words that could almost sound like food but none of them are quite right and it's just so it's so simple where it's just like funny sounds make you giggle and it's true and every single one of them could set me off and i just that's it me makes watching me... invader zim because invader zim was one of those shows that i didn't get as a kid but i still watched it because it was on invader zim is and disgusting. I liked it. Okay, you've said that before also. I don't know what you mean. Did I just block it out? It's incredibly what do you grotesque. Mean dis- In what way? Like, like the sound effects, the depictions of, like, everyday... Li- like, I, I, I implore you, just go back and watch, like, any given episode. And it's, like, the depictions of fast food, school life, everything. Like, the color palette is, is dreary and dystopian. The depiction of... It's a, a lot of food is really disgusting. Um, there's there's the whole organ episode, which is its own fiasco. Uh, yeah, maybe. See, I, I I caught it in passing, so that might be part of it. Yeah, I think if you if you really like sit down and pay attention to it, it's just there, there's a plenty of grotesque. It's just it's one of those things where I almost feel like 
I feel like if the message of something is life is bad, but it's at the forefront, it can be kind of like, okay, well, I understand what you're going for here. But if the message yeah. is life is bad and it's in the background while everyone else is indifferent to it, it's al- it's almost more disturbing. It is. It's it's um, because Invader Zim uh, is a very goofy show. Yeah, I don't I don't want to put Invader Zim down in, in any way, but it, it's very like even as someone who in passing watched it, it, it was very like as a child. Uh, I didn't know the name like the name for this, but I was like, it felt very nihilistic, just like, yeah. Whoever made this isn't happy. Yes. And that's very clear. And it was it just kind of was like, okay. In fact, the um I'll indulge you for a little bit, but then SpongeBob's on and then I'm going to laugh. Yes, uh, SpongeBob so, was a, a a much more celebratory of life show. It really was. Except for that one uh scene. Oh, yeah, where Patrick said that horribly racist thing. Well, actually, we yeah, don't know what they said with the that. dolphin squeaks, but... Unbelie- like, there were almost certainly slurs in there. I could guarantee it. I, I think I've read somewhere that they they were having so much trouble just, like... Like, like Tom Kenny was having so much trouble but going, like, nice day we're having... That they just told them, like, they just said swear and we'll edit it out. So somewhere out there, there is, like, Tom Kinney and whoever voiced Patrick. God bless you, I love you, but I don't know your name. Uh, How dare you besmirch the name of... Uh, <laughs> um, hold on a second, give me a second. Bill Fagerbag. Bag. Oh no, how do you say it? That was fantastic. You just you know how do you you just bowled a gutter ball. That was fa- that was great, man. Oh, poor guy. Uh, anyway, beloved. Either way, but um, yeah, they just they were like out there somewhere. There's clips of them just like swearing at each other, like nice fucking day we're having. Which I don't think I want yeah. to hear, but I'm like like giddy that it exists at all. I mean, not to burst your bubble, but, like, Tom Kenny has done so many, like, um, like, he's been so many, he's been a part of so many, like, comedy sketch troupe things. Yeah, yeah. Where he does silly voices. Oh. That you could probably find something, like, him doing a voice that's close to Spongebob with him swearing and just, like, dub it over. I can almost guarantee somebody's done that. Of course. But it's not, it's not the same. And now we have, like, AI uh, generated, um you know cartoon voices because people can just take the cartoon episodes and feed them to a uh, an algorithm i don't really man don't get me don't get me started on that i got a very big opinion on that stuff and it just it makes me upset you know what it really sucks because i think when it comes to independent creators that want to make the funny i think it's fine like if you want to make uh uh the the AI parody of Plankton singing Adele's Hello, yeah, do it because but but you know because there's no financial incentive there. It's purely for but that's the thing it, the sake of I I want to hear it, you know. Right, but then it turns into it's a snowball effect thing where once if something like that gets popular and more people start doing it, people are going to look to see uh, to monetize right. it. The instance that I saw was um, a voice actress who does voices for characters and 
she has like a, a good range, but sometimes characters just sound like her natural speaking voice. Mm-hmm. And so when a character is AI generated to sing a song, maybe something that has offensive words that she wouldn't be saying in them, and then making the AI say them as if she said them, it can sort of paint the actress in a poor light, or at the very least it can... It just its not a good look, you know? Of course, and... For someone to put words in your mouth, literally, and, like, their job is saying words, and it's like, hey... Good news, you've said enough words that the uh, internet can now make you say anything ever, and you're no longer needed. Goodbye. Yeah, I... That's not nice. No, it, it shouldn't be, like... I always, always assume that any piece of technology will be used to its logical extreme for greed, and then shut it down quick, so we don't get there. Because it'll get well, there. Well, that's why we're striking right now. I say we, and you know who. You know, I'm talking about sag but... I can say we because I'm studying film and I'll be there one day. Yeah, and I auditioned for a voice Allow me I, allow me to be me, to be we. I auditioned for a, a voice acting role that one time, so Well, I have a book uh <laughs> on how to how to become a voice actor 101 that I got in high school. That might have helped me uh, cuz I didn't get that role, but it's okay. Yeah, generally they they want people who are um, trained good. Well, I'm yeah. fine. But I'm not. It's, I'm not. I mean, I'm it, not trained in the process, and I'm not. Uh, you know. Well, yeah. In the modern day, it's experience trumps everything. Exactly, so exactly. as long as that, that's what you I'm voice, getting at, I'm not experienced. Yeah. But but you could be one day. Yeah, I I know that I have the vocal range. Uh, and to prove it, uh, oh, I'm no. going to talk in a super high tone Scottish accent for the rest of the episode. Oh no! Oh, that's so offensive, Matt. Are you okay? I'd like I'd like to set up some guidelines first, because I'm very curious about your opinion on this, and I don't know how this will look uh, on me. Accents. What accents are cool to to do? Well, if I you know what, let's just not do that bit. It's, actually, it's it's the white ones, right? White accents are fine. You can make fun of white people accents. If it's a predominantly white country, accents are cool. Anywhere else? No, no. Um is that does, do you think that's like a pretty broad Okay. Like <sighs> would you agree with that? In broad strokes, sure, because cuz I think nobody gets upset when you do a British accent because they were colonizers. Right. You know, it's like you, you, you had the high ground. You still have the high ground, uh, by, right. by all means, let's mock you. Um, but I think that, well, I suppose he's, uh, he's Latino to begin with, but I, I propose to you, uh, a comedian that perhaps he's not in my favorites now, but he was in my favorites when I was younger. Gabriel Iglesias. ass. Um, oh no, not the fluff man. Um, I like Fluffy. I never got his comedy, but I it's that's all right. I think not everybody's for everybody. I I liked him when I was younger, but then I've I've obviously found more humor that tickles my niche, and I think that his appeal is very broad. It's very uh like he does seem to skew younger, or at the very least, more like PG. Yeah, I if that th- makes sense. Yeah, I think he's like you know you could sit down with your parents. The worst word he's gonna say is bitch. Uh, you know. 
Yeah. And you sit down at a table of strangers, one of them's going to like Gabriel Iglesias. <laughs> That's a crazy and statement. I don't, and, no, but it's, it's <laughs> probably I, I, I'm true, not though. saying you're incorrect. I'm just like, it's like, there's a wild way to think about it. Yeah, the way I always think about it is uh, you'd, you'd be safe to share any clip of his on Facebook, uh, and yeah. nobody would ever say anything about it. And the, the, But the reason I bring him up right now in this accent conversation is because he mimics everybody he's like a parrot right he makes a bunch of sounds mm. and automatopoeias but then he also you know if he's talking about the time he traveled to india he puts on an indian accent if he's talking about the time that he went to uh you know visit his family in mexico he puts on like the extra mexican accent if he's talking about just any any time he's talking about being in saudi arabia he puts on a saudi accent so no accent is safe for him right but i think that by doing it to everybody that it kind of you know pokes a hole in any of the singling out or bad mouthing of any one race ethnicity cultural group however you want to say it equality yeah equality is when you can make fun of everybody but not really um it's hard to make fun of everybody at once though because otherwise you just you just taking pot shots over and over Right, and th- I think the thing is that he will often, um, uh, you know, he'll just sing the praises of things before he starts making fun of every of anything. So it's kind of like he, yeah. he he puts up his padding before he uh, does his crash test, so to speak. Right. Um. So, I think... so he'll open by being like, you know, I went to India. Everybody in India was lovely. Some of the hardest working people in the world. The curry was incredible. Now here's my accent. Yeah, now now let me tell you about the taxi driver that uh, turned off his car when a cow sat down in the road, and that, that right. he puts on the exit. Oh, dude. Nope, nope, not doing it. Well, too late. We have I made it. two noises. Clip it. <laughs> and I will, uh, I will, I will copy those and I will put them together for a twenty-minute compilation, uh. over just over and over again, <laughs> and you'll be canceled. You'll be canceled in twenty thirty-five. 2035 it'll take that long for it to actually take effect no i'll just hold on to it until you're doing something important okay i see well see the thing is that i I was actually (laughs) you seem like the kind of guy who's got something planned for 2035 i got nothing i had something ridiculous to say there no absolutely say nope um there is no judgment you know what the problem with your proposal is though freeman is that i was doing an impression of a latino man's impression of an indian person so so that makes it okay he was the one being offensive not yeah you. you know how when you like add to subtract to to when you subtract a negative number from a positive number it just gets bigger see this was already okay you haven't seen curb your enthusiasm before have you i know the funny music okay because there's a bit there's a bit in one of the episodes where larry david overhears a black waiter using the n-word and then describes it to his friends using the n-word and then everybody gets upset at him and he's like what i'm just quoting what he was saying exactly but because he's the one who was saying it it's very like it's one of those things where it's like his his whole thing is being uh misconstrued in any possible way yes and that's 
what it was sounding like to me what you were doing was that thing of like well it wasn't my words i was just saying what he was well, saying see i was and thinking that's... of a common back and forth in in hip-hop communities and like online discussion boards where it's like can you rap the n-word Oh yeah, that's what that's literally the first joke in my favorite sitcom ever, Scrubs. Him and his best friend, who is black, the main guy and his best friend. He they're sitting in like the, the orientation day and he just goes So I can't say it at all? <laughs> what if I'm by myself? And it's it's one of those like cold opens or it's like you know exactly what they're talking about. It is just so ridiculous. And it's like, okay, now I understand their friendship right away. He's a dork and the other guy's not putting up with it, but he finds it funny. Yeah. I think there's, a, oh my God, what's that? There's a bit from Atlanta as well, where they're talking about Flo Rida in like the first. Have you finished Atlanta Stop yet? Stop it. Okay. Don't bring it up if you're not going to finish it. Fine. I'll finish it. It's literally one of the greatest television shows I've ever seen. I believe it. I just, I have friends Segway. that... Segway. I never... Sorry, I've what never were you rode one of those, actually. I see people down on the waterfront riding them sometimes. Yeah, I don't think it's for me. I think I'm not fit for one. Um, Physically or mentally. Oh, that's pretty cool. I'm not going to show you what Matt just sent me, but... um. It's something that I think he loves and I think is just cool. Uh, I'll get rid of it. So, oh, and now it's now it's gone. So I can't uh, there's no proof. So somebody put it on my my Steam profile. It's a it's a big dick bird. Oh, well, you ruined it. That was supposed to be a little inside joke for for me. For you? And you. This whole podcast is an inside joke. I know. And it's very funny for just us, and I think that's a shame for anybody who listens. To anybody who's listening right now, I offer my deepest apologies. I don't. Um, I This hasn't been and won't be funny. Um, on the subject of... The- but... <sighs> I had... Well, no, I, I actually had a, had a genuine segue from Atlanta that my favorite example of doing offensive comedy quote-unquote properly if there's a way to do it properly holy is give it get fuck there's a big spider okay be careful no it's outside but just like holy shit take a picture of it and send it to me i can't there's like light glare and the photo won't capture it properly okay offensive comedy are you gonna talk about justin bieber It took me a second, and then I remembered the episode about Black Justin Bieber, and that was that was pretty good. That I remember yeah, that episode. Black Justin Bieber was uh, maybe my favorite, uh, like criticism, satire, whatever you want to say, piece in there. I, I think mine was. I mean, it's see, it's the obvious one, but it's the um, oh, what's his name? Who's the black guy in Hollywood that everybody hates? He makes bad movies. And people are like, you give black people a bad name. What's his name? What, you know. Fucking Spike Lee. No. <laughs> racist. Sorry, I teed you up for that, that one. That was fantastic. No, what's his name? You know who I'm I talking don't. about. He makes just, he makes trash movies. And it was like, he was directly attacked in an episode of Atlanta. Um, 
Oh, man. You're not talking about Steve McQueen. No. Well, because they, they brought up Steve McQueen in that one episode where he's like, black people don't know who Steve McQueen is. And then it's like, that's no, no, hilarious no. because there's a black Steve McQueen who is a director. Shout out 12 Years a Slave. Shout out to all those 12 years. Which are the, out of those 12 years, which one do you think was the best? The last one? Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Fucking going on about. What are you, who is this director? It's, he's literally known for being just like not good. Are you searching this right now? Yes, bad, bad black guy Hollywood director who's bad. <laughs> who is it? Tell me, internet. Who is he? Who is? Okay, um, it's like okay. I'm gonna describe the episode because I'm pretty sure. Have you seen episode, season three? It's just four you haven't seen, right? No, I, I I only saw one and two. Fuck. Okay, I think this is in season three then. Because uh. there's an episode where it's like. It's it's like uh, they make fun of the commodification of, of black culture um, through the lens of a specific black director who sort of like creates um, sort of like cookie cutter stories and like basic things and like passes it off as like, you know, his style when it's just like nothing and gives black artists a bad name. And I can't. Who the fuck is he? I'm Do okay. You know any I'm of the films up, he it, made. No, of course not. Because I don't. Because I don't watch bad, bad movies, Matt. I don't. I've never watched a bad movie in my life. Atlanta. Because you remember the one where they made fun of Michael Jackson. That's a classic. Yep. I like um, the one. Tyler Perry. Oh, finally. You, you don't remember Medea? Tyler Ugh, Perry. So they made fun. There's an episode where they make fun of Tyler Perry the whole time. That's good. That deserves to happen. Right? Anyway. Oh, shit. He was in Paw Patrol the movie? That's that's really messed up. That's a net worth of a billion dollars. Yeah. I think he's... I, th- I, I think one, one uh, being made fun of on a television show that's he does he deserves that at least just for the record i don't think steve mcqueen or spike lee are bad directors i was just taking guesses because i don't know what other people think of them hey man you 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 can say whatever you want in this podcast it's a safe and open environment just know that i never considered spike lee or steve mcqueen uh at all um though speaking of i just want you to know the only director i don't like is uh tyler perry well and quentin tarantino you don't like Tarantino? you know i'm not even gonna touch that um because spike lee made <laughs> i've never watched the point i was trying to make earlier was the best way to do offensive comedy and this is coming from someone who doesn't do comedy but just likes watching stuff Give your offensive jokes to an offensive mouthpiece. Like write in a shithead character and have them say all the bad stuff. 
Yes, not to get all all whatever about it. Community is one of the greatest written comedies of all time. And they got away with so many offensive jokes because the joke was never on any particular race or any particular gender identity or any sexuality or any anything. It was always Jesus Christ. Listen to this old man who has these outdated views and the ridiculous things he's still saying mm. and laugh at him for being out of touch. The joke was always it was an ageist joke and those are cool that i think that uh that's actually pretty valid i think we need to be meaner to old people it was it's just a matter of like okay he was the mouthpiece so you have an offensive joke use him and the joke is no longer haha this culture is weird or bad it's whoa that was out of line but it's funny because of how ridiculous it it, it sounds coming out of someone's mouth i think it's yeah, not a matter that's... of i believe in this it's whoa that's so out of left field that it's it it's funny because it's like i hearing someone actually say it makes it so ridiculous which is which is funny because i think if you ask people who enjoy offensive humor like that regularly like why they uh you know, enjoy offensive humor, I think everybody would come to the same conclusion that, yeah, it's funny hearing something so out of left field like that. But the problem is yeah, the, how it's delivered. The people who are saying yeah. it are feel that way for real, and it's not a joke to them. Be but they use comedy as their platform, and exactly. it's like... Exactly, so oh, when Louis C.K. says some bullshit like that, then I'm like, uh... Uh-oh. Um, I had something to say there. Where'd it go? He did, and I, I absolutely steamrolled yeah, you. Yeah, I know. Which is... I, I'm kind of getting brutalized right now. I feel like it's like the it's like bottom of the ninth. I got no way back up out of this unless I hit a few home runs. So, if we were to make a like a YouTube shorts where it's just like the highlights of this episode, I would cut it up so it's just every racist thing you said this episode, <laughs> and it would get 10 million views and put us on the map. I would love that. You want to th you want to you want to throw a couple more softballs? Uh, what's <laughs> so we can have a full minute? All the bad words for uh, uh, people of Southeast Asia. Honestly, just just copy paste the the full George Carlin ten things you can't say say on a TV. Well, none of that's racist, is it? No, it's it, but it's offensive. It's, well, generally speaking, but it, ooh, now that's a fantastic. Bear. <laughs> oh, Matthew. Matthew. Actually, no, that's what's really funny. Matt just sent me a, a, a Wikipedia list of ethnic slurs, and I would love to say all of these in alphabetical order. Uh, <sighs> can I just say that my... So, first off, let's start with... My favorite slur, personally, is mayo monkey for white people. See, you can say that. Yeah, but it's hilarious. You're, you're lucky you can say it's that. It's hilarious. Like, if you, if you out what of I pocket, think funny, if I was, like, at a car dealership, and this guy was, like, you know, slapping the top of the car, like, I promise you, you won't find a better deal. And I'm like, shut up, you mayo monkey. And then I strut out of there, and there's, like, music playing behind me. That's hilarious. But the thing is, that's not going to happen because I don't live in the 50s. See, what I think is funny is 
Nintendo has a censorship thing specifically in the Pokemon games. They have censored specific words, but it is not a catch-all system, which means they specifically went in and thought of every bad word they could think of and put it in the list to ban it. And so if you try to nickname your Pokemon or yourself something offensive, it won't allow you. And it's very funny seeing what, what got they through. came up with. What are the most common ones that they know kids are going to go with? I um, And then specific ones. Uh, one of my favorites. Uh, you cannot name your Pokemon Hitler uh, or Jesus sucks. All one word. <laughs> That's really funny because I named my Pokemon cunt the other day. Um, yeah, this was a while ago. This was back in Generation 5. Anything is, uh, cool now. Oh, good. There's a, a, uh, what is it, Spanish? Um, which, uh, apparently translates to God is a pig, which I think is pretty, pretty cool. Everybody says God is, uh, you know, God is a man, God is a woman. I think God might be a pig, but not offensively, just like... That he could manifest that way? Pigs are pretty cool. Oink. And I think if he was gonna be a thing, why not be a pig, you know? I think oink is a pretty inaccurate onomatopoeia for the noise that pigs make i think a better onomatopoeia would be honk that's no you got to do the honk there it is that's how you that's how you say it you also can't uh have it be adhd you can't name your pokemon ADHD. that'd be offensive you can't name your pokemon adhd you also can't name it f-u-c-k specifically like spaced out yeah and then you also can't call it fuck or f k or f c u k so like slightly misspell or fuck well what if i want to name it after the football club of the united kingdom it's too bad you can't actually the first time that i saw someone wearing a shirt that said that out in public because that is a thing and people will wear shirts that say f c u k I like I, yeah. I spit my drink out a little bit. Like I got water up my nose. Well, it's like just someone wearing a fuck shirt. Are you kidding me? It's, yeah, it's like this. That's hilarious. It's like the um, it's like the uh the 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 Buckfush shirts. You remember yeah. those? You know yeah, those? Yeah. Where it's like, haha! You thought it was offensive. I had a T-shirt in uh, junior high that I wore that that uh was it was just a black shirt with big bold white text that said mother hugger. And I got I got teachers looking at me most on any day that I wore it. That's weird. Why are they looking at you, man? You're a kid, right? They just like hugging moms. What do you want from me? Um, there's uh, this is the second time I forgot. Like I had something to say, and I put a pin in it, and then I'm coming back to it, and the pin's gone. You also can't name your Pokemon nine eleven, which I think is. <laughs> <laughs> there are no other national tragedies you can't name your Pokemon after. It's just 9-11. And I think this that's... Nintendo of America. That's a lot. Doing, right? Like, we're not talking... We're talking about the localization team trying to deal with this. Oh, no. They have they have specific sections for each language. There, there's German ones, uh, Spanish ones, French ones, in, English ones, Japanese ones, and Korean ones. So, um, yeah. You know, I... Um... I, I sent the link to you. you sh- I, I highly recommend you, you give it a quick... Yeah, let me have a quick boo a at quick this look and see you. if there's anything that really uh, jumps. Ooh, there's a fun Japanese one that I don't know what it is, but it apparently translates to dog killer. Oh, that's... That's a, a common... 
Hmm. Why is this only showing in? Oh no, I see. It's in. It's you gotta sorted. Click yeah, on it's it. sorted by country. Um. Shout out to French for having four different ways of saying motherfucker. <laughs> oh, you can't say. That's why it's the best language. In Italian. What is which one is That's that? Fuck off. Oh, it actually fuck you. <laughs> um. Thank you very much. Tro- troyoni, troyone. That's uh. That's. That's big bitches. Dude, masculine. That's, that's my. <laughs> that's my favorite that's my favorite pokemon spinoff game pokemon troyone big bitches in in brackets masculine that's so great you cannot name your pokemon anal plug you can oh that's a, that's a nope. slur um yeah oh yeah no that's i that's why i sent this to you because you're like here's a bunch of slurs here's a bunch of slurs but specifically ones somebody in the pokemon company had to think of all of these and then type them out. Okay, why why is this a thing if when you play online, do your Pokemon's names even display? Yeah, that's why they made oh, this. Oh, okay. I was under the impression that they just like block out uh No, cuz the whole thing is like in what it was supposed to be is like Pokemon keep their nicknames when you trade them, so it's like you keep a part of them with you. And then, of course, because people are assholes, they found a way to be like, hey, I traded with this guy from Asia, so let's call him an Asian slur and nickname my Pokemon that and trade that with him. Because that's what people are like. <laughs> so they had to they had to start making uh, lists of things. But what's really fucked up about that is that once you've traded that Pokemon, you can't rename yeah, it. Yeah, you have no power over it that. Is... If you take it to the name raider, he's just like, oh, I think this one's perfect, actually. And it shows that the name raider is perfectly fine with all forms of misogyny, sexism, racism, all of it. He loves all of <laughs> this, it. So this character is the absolute worst in, in Pokemon. Canonically, the name raider is A-OK with all forms of discrimination. You heard it here first. Hang on. Let me... So yeah, community's pretty funny, I think. Where's the fucking... No, I've, de- I've definitely brought it up before, but there was like a... No, actually, I'll just move on. Um, let's 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 maybe uh, like move on from offensive things. Well, Do you think that's a good idea? Or? I just like seeing sex and shit next to each other. I think that's just really funny, like phonetically. It's also funny because geographically, um, they're very close. Think about it. No wanker. Um. Okay, now I've found it. I found it. Now let's 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 do this for real. And I'm not, I'm I'm not joking. I'm not doing a bit. I want I want the real deal. Uh huh. There are seven words you can never say on television. Oh, you want you're testing me? Shit. No, I'm I'm not. I'm saying we are going to talk about each one of okay. them. Okay. We're going to discuss each of them. And by the end of this, we are going to have a tier list. When did list. that special air? That's a good question. I want to take um, that into consideration. 19, 1972. Okay. Woo! Yeah, so that was kind of bold, actually. Right. That's That was sort of the, the thing. That was what got him big. Um, 
So specific, there have been plenty of variations of it, but George Carlin has the most famous one in which the seven words you can ever see on television, which in order are shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. Now, yeah. in order, I would like you and I to go through each of these words and rank them. I don't have a tier list up currently, but I would like I would like this to be turned into one. Okay. Um, Do you, actually, I think that the. I'll edit this. No, no, I'm not gonna edit it. I, I was gonna say I think we should okay. just have a bunch of like sensor beeps in this, but never mind. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll that, that would be funny, but also, alternatively, we each make our own tier list. We we pause the podcast, make our own tier list, and then we discuss our own findings and see what what the consensus is. See how close just we let are. Let me see if I can uh, pull up like a swear word tier list. Uh, there's gotta be one of all the things, uh, but it's gotta be the seven, you know? Yeah, I, I, I think I'm gonna have to make it. All right. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so I'm. What? How? How should we do this? Should we just keep our things running and no, you'll cut no, this section no, out? No, no, I think. Okay, starting here, What's we're just gonna discuss it. And just say roughly where you would place it, uh, with the tiers being S, A, B, C, D, F. Okay, okay, so that's, okay. I think that's fair. So let's start with, alphabetically, the first one, which is shit. Okay, alphabetically? With the the order that George Carlin says oh, the thank movie you. special. Um, alphabetically. <laughs> shit. Um... Now shit's a shit's a great starting word because it's right in that it's offensive, it catches your attention, but it's not like it's not gonna it's not gonna give your grandma a heart attack. Right. It might make her a little upset. So it's right in that like lukewarm spot. Just like my shit. It's not gonna piss anybody off, but it's just it gets the message across that you're not messing around today yeah yeah i get you what's so in terms of like where you would put it i think see because are, are we rating these strictly on um usage these are usage like in terms of like because if we were doing okay obviously i would put tits in s tier and shit in f tier because no, 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 in no, terms no. of I, yeah i get that things, no, but i mean are we doing are we talking offensiveness or the word itself I'm talking how it feels to come out of your mouth, <laughs> how how you say it, how like when you're when you're talking and you want to get your what Matt? Why do you swear? Well, often to fill gaps. Quite frankly, I think that we kind of just swear because it's part of language, and you know what I mean when I right. say it. So I say it for humor, for punctuation, for uh, to get a message across for various reasons. Which of these words? has the most potency in every form. So the most adaptable word. Shit can be used to be, you know, it can be used in excitement, it could be used in anger. Like, there are many variations for it. And I think because of that, it's it's like a B for me, because it's like right, it's the perfect middle of the pack. You I know? think it's like, I'd, I'd put it in A tier, personally. I think it's so... You're fucked, man. Irreverently versatile. 
can be, yes. But I want you to remember what other words we're talking with. I do. You know? Shit, I think... I'll give you A, but just know I'm... Like, if other words come about, I think it should be bottom of A. Yeah, yeah, no, I'll agree with that. It's low A, but it's A. It's it's a low A. Okay, I can I can get down with that, but... Yeah, the the main criteria we're going for is just like why the like word. the best the word why we're using it when we're using it like all all reasons for it. Next up, we've got good old fashioned piss. Uh, and I think piss piss used to be a pretty tame one, and I think it's come back because of its lack of usage. That it's sort of it's like a left hook. It just kind of it comes at you. And you weren't expecting it, and it—it's kind of—it's made a resurgence of being funny again. Um, but it—it's one of those words that I think swings like a pendulum, and it will eventually sort of fall out of favor something, again. Something, something so Hegelian piss dialectic. Yeah, I can't put it super duper high. Um, but I think it's—it's it's in the same realm as shit. And I mean that in all contexts. I really don't. I think it's so much less versatile. I think you're right that it can be like unexpected, and that's kind of that's kind of yeah. funny. But I think that because you also have to remember, you've got piss. You're pissing me off, right? And like piss as like an exclamation of like, oh piss. That's that's, that's funny that you say that with say. a southern accent because it's just like that's the only context I can hear that in. Exactly. It's a, it's a very, like, specific word, but when it's used, it's like, okay, poop. Poop is Poop funny. is hilarious. Poop is very funny, but when you say shit, it's like you can you can add some, some texture to it. P, P is, is a letter as much as it is a bodily fluid. Piss <laughs> is so specific. You know so what I mean? Silly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. P, and then piss. Like, you really, you're almost directing the stream with your mouth, you know? Yeah. Piss. It's, I think it, I think it's deserved a bit more, um, a bit more respect, but it's still not as good as shit. I, I think, think it's, it's, I think, I think it's, it's right. also just really not that offensive. It's not offensive, but it's still like a word where when you hear it, it's like, okay, he could have said ticked off, peed off. But he's pissed off, yeah. you know? Like, he went there. He went there. It also... Yes. Next up, we've got fuck. Now, fuck, I think, is going to be the most contentious one because it is it is the mother load. It is the... It's the swear word. It's the swear word. I... It's offensive. It makes people upset. It makes people uncomfortable. It, is, it makes people it laugh. It is more versatile than shit. It is a it is an affirmation of life. I think fuck is S tier. It is a recreational activity. It is it is the The, the exclamation the of water. pain, the exclamation of of joy. It is it is everything. And I think it's not I think it's one of those things where like it's a legacy thing. It is it is the godfather. It is Citizen Kane. It's fuck, you know? It's S tier. You gotta put it in S tier because it's it's, there it it's, is. It's the swear word, man. It's the one that you it know. Really, it's, it's the difference between PG thirteen and rated R. Like, come on, it is. We hold it in such it high is, regard. And, but that's the it's 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 a begrudging 
S. It's like, yeah, it's, it's like, gotta be S. We we know it's it's gotta be. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of I'm being so che- goddamn cheeky with this. Uh... <laughs> I'm gonna use a picture of Samuel L. Jackson instead of the word motherfucker in the tier list. That's very funny. <laughs> That's a very good one. Oh yeah. I hope honestly, I would love all of these just to be images. But yeah, they will get, I, I can I can only do, yeah I can't do the last one especially. Now this next word I think is going to be the the actual like most difficult one to place because this is one that I think at least in the current climate still makes people uncomfortable to a degree that they'll like people will actually get upset if you say this word yeah. too much. And in places such as Australia, um, or like Britain, uh cunt is uh, a much more commonly thrown around word but here in Canada where we're from it's a very potent word it's a very offensive word it's one that when you say it you can't say it kindly it's a I think it's a very like phonetically guttural word it's it's got the harshness of of the the and the t and it's so short that you have both of those so close together that it you can't help but it f- feel like a punch to the gut. Yeah, you know, I think I think um, it's the problem. But is it's very situational. Exactly. That's what it's I was going to say. It's very situational. It does not have a lot of applications unless you are directly trying to tell someone I hate you. And yeah. and uh, it is also a gendered word. It's our first gendered word of the night. L- applause. Please put an applause here in the second. Everybody's going to be clapping because we... Anyway. Um, And so in that sense, you could give it more and or less for being perhaps um, pro-woman or anti-woman when used against a woman. I know what I am. A cunt. Woo! Yeah. That was pretty... That was pretty cool. Um, See, I'm... I'm struggling with this one because it really is. It's it's one that I personally do not have in my vernacular on a daily basis. Yeah, me, me. Okay, listen, hear me out. As somebody that wants to be more involved with the LGBTQ community, but as of right now, kind of just observes from afar. I know yeah. that this word has taken on a bit of a new life in the LGBTQ community, where we say that some. I'm not aware. Please well, tell me. Somebody could be. I'm sure you've heard someone say that someone else might be serving, you know, like they're okay. Nope. Well, you, nope. Wow. <laughs> maybe, maybe, Remember, maybe I'm, I'm not. fruitier than I think. Um, Matt, I would like you to know that I am a fruity man. That's not, uh, that's, that's not an opinion. That's just kind of a statement. You're doing all right. We're, I think we're on a similar level, if not. Uh, like slightly apart i'm just i'm just not hip i'm not cool <laughs> okay i'll accept this your 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 new age you're 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 the new hip, hip fruit fuck and i'm the retro fruit um how offensive is this listen i just know that i <laughs> i have friends and i i observe much dis- discussion at least online in communities where People will say that someone is serving cunt or they're acting a little cunty. And it just means that they're they're kind of <laughs> you know, they're a bit they're maybe a little bit flamboyant. Maybe they're maybe they're dressed up real snazzy. Maybe they 
They're, they're serving cunt. There's no other way to say it. I've never heard it like that. I've only ever heard it in like the Australian, like it's a buddy. It's a buddy word. It's a friend yeah. word. Yeah, they said that you on know? Bluey that one time. But that... What? It's really funny that you believed that for even a millisecond. No, I didn't hear what oh, you God said. damn it. Sorry, I like to ruin things. What did you say genuinely? I said, I'll believe I said it. that I'll, they I, said that on Bluey once. Oh. Yeah. No, that's good. That's... They, they would. Actually, they did say, like, damn it once but not in the uh the americanized uh disney plus version uh where they censor they wouldn't they wouldn't let that fly well, i mean i'm very impressed that like a g-rated television show it's like saying like that that tells you the like, level of swearing that's going on in australia that just saying damn it around your six-year-old is like yeah let's let's promote that on children's programming well yeah, even even outside of Australia, I think the world is becoming more normalized to swear words and just letting them be Can I just words. Say I hope so. Yeah, because honestly, let's just get language is all language. the words yeah. out there. I mean, like, know yeah. that there is a time and place for it. I don't think that, like, I think if you have kids, like, let them swear with their friends. Who cares? Yeah. But tell them that, like, oh, at yeah, the very, that's... like just if you're going to talk to a grown up, speak, speak with some respect. And don't, don't, don't. Well, depends. Depends on the grown up. Because I, see, I, I grew up in a house where my parents swore and they didn't care. And, but, but it was like always assumed that it was like, hey, this is like, you understand that these words are context sensitive. You I don't say that's, them that's to what everybody. I'm getting you at. say them to people exactly. you're comfortable with. That's what I'm getting yeah. at. I'm saying like, but you it, don't go to school and be like, hey, prof, what's up, you motherfucker? Yeah, like don't, don't, please don't. Yeah, probably, but but maybe they're cool with that. You gotta you gotta you gotta figure yeah, it out but yourself. Don't, don't start with that. Exactly. Don't don't, don't, don't you lead don't with test it. the waters like that right away. But so, on the other hand, all that being said, I think that cunt, despite having a couple of uses, but also generally being just like it's sure it's on the come up in terms of. You know, being <laughs> acceptable to say relatively. It's still, I think, I think in modern day, out of these seven words, it's it's still the the least acceptable. Yeah, one. but because it still has that, that punch, you know, I think it has some value. Yeah. I would put cunt in the C tier and not because I'm cheeky. In the, in the, yeah. No, that's, I think that's fair. I think it's, it's right. It's, it's, it's writing that line between B yeah. and C. And I think I think you're I think that's a good call. Um, also, just for symmetry sake. Yeah. yeah. Um, so shout out to that word. Also, apologies to uh, my mom who listens to this and she hates that word and she heard us say it a whole bunch of times. <laughs> Oops. Uh oh. Next up, we got one of my favorites, a personal favorite. I'll let my bias show. Cocksucker. You 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 enjoy Cocksucker, this word. It rolls off the tongue. Just like a real cocksucker. It, just, it, it, it feels right. It feels right in the mouth. It just, it flows. It swims. It swims out of your mouth easily. It's so potent. It's got the harsh letters. It's got the k sound three times in rapid succession. Just like the word succession. Cocksucker. You know what? It's I will so agree that just... It hits you. 
you know there's this there's this it's really popular yet. twitter post that says something to the effect of whoever called frogs frogs they got that right that that shit is a frog um and oh, yeah i think cocksucker despite having you know it, it is very much like that you you are using that as an insult and maybe maybe you can you know call an inanimate object that if it's not working with you you know you're trying to really drive your seatbelt in and then you say you yeah. sucker <laughs> see that's i heard my friends say that a lot like they would put on like that sort of old-timey voice when you say you, you cocksucker and it to, just like, give it that mid-atlantic accent just a little bit cock you gotta say like peter griffin cocksucker that didn't sound like Peter. Oh, I'm sorry, no. but it was close. Cock. I can say cock. I can't say the. Yeah. There you. You really go. gotta lean into it. There you go. The the point is, I think I'm gonna lobby pretty hard for cocksucker to be at least, like like below fuck, but in S tier, because it's wow. really okay. I'd say A, but above shit. I I still I think could do A, but because, above shit. Like. You can't, you can't contest the, the, the variety that fuck brings. Cocksucker is so contextual. Relative. Right, but it can, but it is, it's in that realm, and I think this, this adds to the, the seven words being used in a specific order. Because cocksucking as a, as an adjective, to place it before a more potent word is sort of like, it's your, it's, it's the, I don't even know what you would call it, but it like, it, it's the little, it's the little spice you throw on top of your, little, little, your little shot food. of paprika in there. Give it some kick. You cock sucking motherfucking, you know, I feel like, I feel like I, you're, you're leading I up can't to something. even, okay. Okay. So you're saying this is, this is the butter to the final dish. It's, yeah, you, you can't you're cook just, without you're, it. You're drizzling it. You're drizzling it on there. Freeman, I... I'm, I You're doing a salt rub on that I'm, steak I'm before you, you fry man, it. But I really still just don't think I can put it in S tier. I'm cool with, with, with A as a? long as it's it above shit. It is absolutely shit. above shit. Top of A. I want cocksucker topping my A. Thank you. Next up, Samuel L. Jackson's favorite word. See, and this one's this one is like motherfucker. Motherfucker, it's we already have fuck on here, and that's where it's sort of like we're double Isn't dipping this a little fantastic bit. Fantastic that we're coming fuck. full circle from the Oedipus discussion. Anyway, the Right? <laughs> motherfucker is it is so specific, and in that it loses a bit, but then it gains in its it starts it's like a um it's 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 uh it's a sweet and sour. It hits you with mother. Mother is a kind word. It's a caring word. It's a soft word. And you think you're going to be getting something nice and soft and caring. And then it hits you with the harshest word in the English language. Fuck. And the entire connotation has been switched. You have been duped. You have been hoodwinked. You have been motherfucked. You've had the sheet pulled over your eyes. You've been taken for a ride. Railroading. You've been got. Hip. Hit by you a smooth criminal. Motherfuckers S tier in my books. I really yeah, but that's here's the question. Does it go above fuck or below fuck? Because it's 
It's part of I, fuck. I think... You can't say motherfucker without fuck. I know. That's what I'm thinking. It's got to go below it. It's it's just the gold standard. It owes... Motherfuck, funnily enough, is the, is the son of fuck. It fucks people's mothers as a son. To motherfucker fuck. is... Who could be its mother. Is, fuck is the mother of motherfucker. That's crazy. I was going to say that motherfucker is like the sequel that most people consider better uh but that would never have happened without fuck two motherfucker wow i would watch that like just just, (laughs) right there's not a lot where it's like you could just propose a title to me and i would say i'd watch that but that (laughs) the the poster is just a fucking explosion with the word fuck behind like huge font fuck yeah, bold. Just just the boldest text you can find stretched way too wide over over the explosion. Oh my gosh. And that's why that word is S tier. Where did we place piss? Remind me. Piss is piss is currently in B tier. Okay. Um so we're down to the last word then. The last word. We're at tits, baby. Now and I think tits has got a better better shot than most. And I have I have an argument, but I'll let you go first because I have a couple thoughts. I think that this word sounds really goofy. And I appreciate yeah. it for that. And I know that you this one has a bit of versatility to it. Um mm. because, you know, if someone says like this is this is the tits, then it's like it's the best. But then you can also say that something is uh, cold as a witch's tit. And that's like a saying to say that it's it's frigid or freezing. Um, Not the first one I would have thought of, but yes, I agree. Um, there are some applications for it, more than some other words on here, realistically. Um, and yeah. But I do think that the goofiness, well, it's it's strength, it's also its downfall because you can't really you can't really combine it with much else, you know. Like if you say, like you were saying, you say you cocksucking motherfucker, you, then that's that you know that's got a little drum roll before you hit the cymbal. But I have a rebuttal. You've got a butt. Shitty, titties. You see, no, 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 it don't, it don't land, no? it don't land, it, you don't well, like it, it? It all right, but it not subtle or nuanced. Okay, okay, Mr. Mr. Joe, <laughs> I hate, I hate that that's the person who made that joke because it's like, you can't, <laughs> Joe, fucking I, Joe over I here. I wish I could say that less, but like. I'm at the point where if I'm if I'm doing something and I'm like only half invested in it and like my my girlfriend hates me for it because I'll she'll be like you know she'll I don't like coffee and she'll try and mix like a, a creamer and some sweet stuff together and be like well try this it's like it, it's almost like a chocolate milk and I try it and I'm like it all right and I'm at the yeah. point where if I go it then she already is making a sour face at me it's over <laughs> it's Jover. <laughs> It, it over. <laughs> it all right, but it over. I would argue. So another common saying with tits that I think would give it an, an extra edge, um, 
is the uh, famous saying, uh, tits up. When something goes tits up, it's gone wrong, it's gone awry. It's, it's, I think, the softest of these words, and I mean that in all contexts as well. It is the lightest. It is the least offensive, I think. But it's also, then you've got its association with other words when being misogynistic. Right. You've got sugar tits. Yep. And then you've got, obviously, all of the pornographic connotations. And then you've got, then you've got the of delightful course. little birdies that uh, horribly, horribly, horribly get uh, turned into nothing but an association with this word. Absolutely. And I think it's, but I think tits, tits is one of those, it's another word that is so uncommonly, it's in the same, and I I, I think we're going to fight about this specific placement. I think it's B tier, because I think it's in that same realm as piss, where it's like, it doesn't have good connotations, but because you're not expecting it, when it gets used, it's like, whoa. Like, when you get frustrated, you go, fuck her, ah, shit. But imagine you're upset with something, you just go, tits. Yeah, then both of you are, are kind of giggling now. Right, it's a it's a silly word. It's got the, um, uh, oh, it's got the parabola going on. What's, what is it when a word is spelled the same backwards palindrome. and forward? Monogram. Palindrome. Um... You know what? I'll, I I won't contest B tier. It's definitely below piss, though. Is it below, below piss? piss? Um, because you heard it here at first, ladies and gentlemen. Matt would take piss over tits. I'm, no, I'm I'm just <laughs> smiling right now. That just that just made me happy. That was cute. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, Thank you. So um, it, that'll be the ending to the the highlight reel. Uh, that was. That was fantastic. This is the thumbnail for the video now. <laughs> I think we've got yeah, I think that's a pretty solid tier um, list. I think that's really good. So you have it you have give it. Me, give me a second here, will ya? I'm gonna okay, have to because I've made like a, a ham fisted one. Oh well yeah, I've I've no, I've got it. Uh I'm gonna okay. have to crop this, obviously, but uh Of course. This, and maybe I'll have to edit out what we're saying right now, but this yeah 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 that's good that's very good i yeah i'm i think i yeah and i think the order of the words is very it hits you you get it you um, know something that i've been trying to say for the last hour now um oh goodness i'm so sorry I think that's before you say anything though, I would like to cut you off one more time. <laughs> Honestly, just you saying before you say anything else though, that really tickled me. What? Good. I just really love uh combining really offensive words with really like non-offensive variations. Oh. Just to what I like I have I have unironically but ironically like added goodness gracious into my vocabulary and i'll say it when i'm surprised by things now genuinely and i think it's really funny because i'll just be like goodness you fucking asshole like it's very like, i it's, love it's, calling like, people like it when my friend does something bad in a game and they're my teammate and i'm just like you silly bitch Right, it's so perfect when you when you just you mix them in a pot together. Yeah, it's like it's like the it's, wind I up love, before the the swing. 
Yeah, it's like, oh, cheese and crackers. They s- Cunt. Yeah, they say that on Bluey. That's what I was trying to get at. Anyway. Um, oh, that's cute. They say cheese and crackers all the time. Um, I love Bluey. I don't get that one. It's Well, it's Jesus Christ. but Right, but like, are we... I see we're not gonna get into this but I got I got an issue with that I don't care about the guy for myself personally but I do care about okay. uh we had a discussion uh last week yes about please the Shawshank Redemption and yeah oh no no did you but watch I did it? go back and watch some other classic films Fuck. because I uh okay <laughs> I was just like great you know what it was Love a rainy it. day I had to take care of the dogs at my house and they were they they went to sleep because I ran them around a lot um, and I ended up watching 12 Angry Men, which I had never seen before. Dude, that's one that's like, it's one of those movies that's so famous, you gotta yeah. see it. And I haven't personally well, I, I seen hadn't it, seen but it I know until it's the other very... day. Um, and it's, it's again one of those cases where it's like, you know, I don't want to call it a perfect film. Because, uh, and it's not even just because I'm like, oh, well, I can't say it or else I'll be like everybody else. But it's like... Uh, it's not really a courtroom drama, but it is uh, because it's it's twelve jurors, mm. and they are told like the, the film opens with the end of a trial, and uh, they yeah. say if we're we're talking about a first degree murder charge here, gentlemen, um, if you find the accused guilty, you're then they will receive the electric chair. And your vote must be unanimous. And then they show you one shot of the accused, and it is an 18-year-old boy. And so then the rest of the film is them arguing about whether or not the kid is guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. And that's a very good premise, might I say. Obvious, nobody's ever said that before, but that's a pretty interesting premise. Somebody should make a movie about that. Anyway, it's... The the film's famous for a few reasons, one being that uh, it's all shot in really one room outside of the opening and ending, Um, and then also Mm. the performances are phenomenal, but on top of all of that, it really sets the template for courtroom dramas. Like, you can tell watching just anything, whether you're watching like Law and Order or like I got subject to a lot of that because my sisters watched a lot of that shit um and I just absorbed it by proxy I've never but just sitting down and watching that and this isn't to say that uh you know shitty things shitty uh overproduced TV shows happened because of this film but it's just the writing the way that things are slowly revealed the way that people are convinced of this that and the other thing the twists in this movie are fantastic and you you cannot see them coming um yeah i'm gonna like i'm i i will it is in my it is high in my watch list um and i i am interested to watch it it's just a time thing um i think but it is it's one of those things that's like it is it's so famous and it's like i don't i all i know it for is being famous and so i'm going in without anything other than that concept to be completely honest with you i thought it was about uh 12 uh seamen on a boat and i'm not joking i thought it was about sailors on a boat. i don't well, know why I, I think that a lot of people don't know i didn't really know what it was about either until i put it i thought it was about you know bankers or something uh, but i was complete i was completely wrong so it's 12 guys all of them from slightly different backgrounds and 
the the discussions that they have and the way that they're shot and the way that the character dynamics slowly evolve over this hour and a half it's awesome and there's really it's really yeah, just it's, like continuous there's there's not many cuts there's not many and it came 57, out 57 okay cuz i was going to say this is this is early this is still where like this was I don't want to say experimentation, but it was like, okay, this is this is one of those like pure type of movies where it's like someone had an idea and they took it to its logical conclusion. Like they they went for like the simple idea. They weren't trying to do anything like they weren't trying to make the greatest right. film of all time, but they made an amazing film by just being like, okay, here's a concept. Like, any of these, like, movies from the 40s, the 50s, the 30s, like, any in that era where it's just, like, there weren't any, like, big, like, eye-catching things. It's just, like, here's a movie. Well, like, this is a drama. This is, here is some human connection. Here is some some thing that is happening that mm-hmm. makes you think. It is just, I like, I enjoy that era specifically because there is no pretense of what Hollywood wants it to be. It's just sort of, like, people trying things. And it's, like... Let's, let's have people talk. Let's have people debate right. and make it honestly, a movie. Once I did understand what I was in for, I was skeptical uh, for this thing holding my attention for the full <clears throat> ninety-five minutes, and and that's understandable because, like most, most like at least in the in the day that we're in, like m- most movies have like you know that sense of low attention span we gotta keep you entertained for as long as possible and and keep you you know awake as if you know an interesting drama won't keep you awake but like that some of my favorite films of all time are just like people talking like no elaborate sets no big set pieces no like just people talking and maybe going to a different room sometimes and it's like and you did all that with just words and right. visuals. And that's like, it's one of those like purest things that it's like, oh, fucking look at this guy's a film major, you know? But it's like, I can't help it. I just like well, when something is distilled to that, su- like such a simple, it's like abstract art where it's like, it is so simple to just be like paint brush strokes and colors but you get so much out of yeah, it. Yeah, and I think that there's something really... And, you know, you make that point about being a film major. I don't think you have to be. Because I watched this once no. alone, and then I told my friends, I was like... Like, my my usual, like, online friend group with friends across the states and whatever, I was like, hey, why don't we watch this and try and figure out who is which angry man? That would be funny, wouldn't it? And they were <laughs> all like, good. haha, yeah, sure, let's watch it. Because I wasn't going to get them to watch a black and white film otherwise. But... Then we all sat down mm. and watched it, and this has never happened before. Everybody just shut the fuck up and watched. They were so in, and what a beautiful they were so thing! So invested is. in it, and <laughs> I know when everybody shuts the fuck up and, and watches. <laughs> but I'm, a movie. I'm serious because usually, you know, when you watch something with friends, people are cracking jokes and giggling, and there there are things Absolutely. to giggle at in this movie, and they did. But you know, people weren't, you know inserting themselves and being like well back in my day let me and right trying to make it like the movie isn't entertaining enough let me up the stakes let me make it a little more you didn't need to add anything sometimes but i'm just flabbergasted that 
because this group of friends is usually pretty chatty too and that's nothing against them i like Mm. watching movies with them like uh, you know crappy comedies and cracking jokes the whole time but Right, those are made but for that. But this was the you kind know? of thing, where, and sometimes we've watched a serious film, and there's been just a lot of chit chat, and people end up muting each other, and we're all kind of grumpy. But this, everybody just mm. watched it, and I was yeah. like, maybe this experience alone was enough to convince me that this deserves to be where it's held in high regard. Because absolutely, if, if no. If no hand-holding needs to happen, and no hand-holding happens in the, the film or the, anything like that, they, they things are very... A lot of things are heavily implied and or just shown visually. Uh, and mm. still, everybody got everything. Everybody was fully receptive to it. Everybody was drawn in and just kind of silenced by these magnetic performances and the incredible pacing and the... The tension, like I said, it's all shot in one room, and then in the plot, it's uh, it, it's the hottest day of the year, so everyone's sweating and wiping their foreheads and pacing around the room because they're uncomfortable. Right. It's it's the double the double meaning of you know the the weight on their heads is is physical and right. mental. So while it's a bit of a grim thing, and people shout at each other, it's still rated you know PG because the worst word that gets uttered is damn. Because it was right. Because this 57, is the 50s. pretty much straight to television film. Yeah, yeah. I. There are some films that you watch that get lauded like that, and it's like I wouldn't, I wouldn't push you to watch The Godfather, because it's one of those ones that I'm like, you'll get around to it eventually, you'll enjoy it, you'll agree that it's great, and you'll move on. But the mm. Twelve Angry Men, whoo banger i think that's that's the thing is like i don't need a movie to be good i needed the movie to touch me i need it to make me feel something and like not every movie can do that a movie can be technically precise and everything that it needs to be but if it doesn't do anything for me personally like it can't be if it can't be a five out of five it can't be a ten out of ten it can't be a hundred percent like it needs to and it's that's a selfish thing, but it I needs to it do is. something. If if personal. a film is technically proficient and by all means perfect, then would everyone not agree mm. automatically? If if we didn't have personal connections to art, then there would be no reason to discuss it at all. So uh, that's well, why yeah, I think well, the, yeah, the worst absolutely. offense that something can commit is that it's boring. Um, and I've I've said that right, before on yeah. this podcast, and I know that I have, but. It's the kind of thing where I look at it and I'm like, yeah, you know what? If if you had a film that was, you know, shot really well, written really well, and acted really well, but it was just not that engaging despite all of that, because I know that that's completely mm. possible. I mean, that's... Yeah, there are movies that are on it, like, that are generally... Because that's the thing, when we talk about, like, what when a movie is good or not... There's no such thing as a good or bad movie, but, like, in general consensus, like, the average person enjoyed it or, like, the majority of people who watched it thought this or that of it. It's, like, there's... There are movies that are good, quote-unquote good by the general public. Critics and, and audiences generally perceive it positively. And I don't like it because it doesn't speak to me. It has nothing to say to me and that's not that it's just like my personal experience or whatever it's just like 
no, you could teach me about things, show me a different viewpoint, show me a different worldview. That'll help me but understand like, your perspective. Bring me there. Right? But it doesn't necessarily make mine. Yeah, there are movies that yeah, there are movies that don't reflect my worldview that I love, and there are movies that reflect my worldview exactly that I don't love yep, because yep. you you can't just re- rely on and that. I... But to have a movie that pushes you out of your comfort zone or something that just even if it does if even if it is within your worldview something that speaks to you or like something where like um you feel seen in a movie i know that's talked about a lot for people who are minorities where you know specific races not being leads in films for a very long stretch of time and finally seeing themselves in a lead role uh like the color of their skin being represented it it feels good you know and it's it's that thing of like in a mental state where a film speaks to you um the edge of 17 spoke to me a whole lot when Mm. i first watched it mentally it is a very emotional emotionally driven film i am not a teenage girl i was never a teenage girl but the emotions she was going through were emotions that i have been through and so when that film showed me those images and showed me her reactions i felt them as her Right. You know? And I, yeah, I, I think that you shouldn't need to. And then you're connecting right. with and then something. The inverse of it is you can you can connect with something and have it and recognize that, yeah, this maybe isn't uh, all that technically proficient or masterful by uh, traditional standards, yeah. but you can still connect with it and that can override the the value of that, you know? Yeah, there are movies that, in by all intents and purposes, are not good. And they're not even, like, so bad it's good. They're just, like, whatever, yeah. they're fine. But I love them because what they mean to me. What something means to me will always trump any other thing. And so it doesn't matter whether you're doing something, like, whether you're, like, exactly writing what I'm thinking or you're catching me off guard with every line that gets shown as long as you have my attention and you have if you have my brain interested and you have my heart interested i'm there but if you neglect one of them i can't i can't give it a 10 i can't give it a five out of five i can't and give that's it why the dark knight just isn't that good next time on exit tainers yeah i haven't seen the dark knight it's gonna take a while <laughs> I i'll think, get there uh, I, i'll probably pick off another like regarded as a classic film uh between now and next episode and i'll come back to be like this was shit but we'll we'll see how i how much time i have we could talk about interstellar oh, yeah, all I'm... day long that's a shit movie that's one of the highest rated movies of all time and it's the most garbage thing i've ever, ever? seen in my life oh yeah, next episode is gonna be uh, fine me... no 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 don't get into it save it no, I'm just going to look up what my what my review is cuz I remember we, we, when we watched it for a class, we watched it together and like I was gobsmacked by how like just poorly handled everything in it was without getting into yeah, specifics. Yeah, I remember just, rewatching like, it because I was like what? I didn't like this when I first watched it and I rewatched it to like affirm myself and it was even worse. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a it's a one star for me. The only movies that are below it are um the 2018 Suspiria because I didn't finish it, the Cloverfield Paradox because I didn't finish it, and the Minority Report because that's a another garbage film that I couldn't 
I couldn't so stand. fantastic. I'm not going to rewatch Interstellar. I'm just going to remember uh, what I saw, and uh, we'll talk about that. Well, I don't. I don't need to. I remember all of it vividly, but it's not a good vividly. It's. I a, think there's some good visuals uh, in it. That's about what I can say about it, though. That is literally. It is like out of a five star system. The one star is the visuals. Nothing else hit any black literally it's just like sometimes but sometimes the movie is pretty and that's all that i have to say about it yeah we can get pretty and uh profound in other places but this ain't it um we'll talk about that next time though so tune in if you've made it this far uh to the next episode where we absolutely thrash the living shit out of christopher nolan bye shout out Shout out to everybody. (laughs) Exit. Let me. Exit. Let me. Exit. Let me. Exit. Exit. Exit.